0: Welcome to the Promethean Perspective episode... What episode is this? I forgot what episode we're doing. Test in one, two... What was that? It was like an inner chamber of your... Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Promethean Perspective. I am your host, Emily Rybeck, and I am enthralled to be doing another episode. So today's episode, I have on my show my very first host guest, I guess you could say. Um, He's a co-host today. He's also my very first guest on the podcast. and I am very excited for him to be here. Um, It's none other than my brother, Charles, and I am thrilled that he's here. Any words, Charles?
1: Hey guys, it's an honor to be here um thank you emily for letting me participate
0: yeah so um today's episode before we dive into it um i just wanted to ask you um tell us a little bit about yourself
1: um i well i am emily's brother (laughs) um i mean i'm a lot like emily um we live on a farm oh they Um, don't they don't know that about me oh yeah we live on a farm uh so that's pretty cool we uh I really like biology. Did he mention yeah. we're siblings? Yeah, that too. <laughs> he has
0: really awesome. And pretty hair. good
1: looking, pretty handsome, you know?
0: Wow. Humility, bro. I get him from my mom and dad. <laughs> yeah, sure, true. They're good looking. Anyways, any other words you'd like to say? before we move along no go ahead nope okay so in the lineup uh charles is one of my closest in age siblings so we're actually together a lot um so this past weekend i usually give give you guys an update on what we've been doing lately this past weekend was the national march for life january 24th was it january 24th on friday and we went to it we go every single year we've been going now for like either six or seven years now, I think. It's been quite a while, and we've done it a few different ways. Like, we've been going with our church, or we went with our youth group, Um, but the way we've been doing it lately is just our family will go. And so this past year, um, Charles, I, Charles' dad, and I, we uh, took a little bit of a trek up there. We took the train, and... Wait, did we... What did you call it, a trek? Um. I don't know what I'm saying. Anyways, we went up there for the March for Life, and we had a awesome experience um it was an expedition there was so many people there wouldn't you say
1: yeah tens of thousands
0: um so it was crazy i think out of all the years that i've been it's probably been the largest crowd yeah for sure i mean Mm -hmm. i wasn't counting but i mean that was by the time we were done marching there was still people marching yeah yeah so we got to meet up with grace along the way because she was with her college students for life there Um, so I just want to ask Charles, like, a few questions, uh, talk, discuss a few aspects of the whole abortion and pro-life movement. We were talking to our Sunday school about it this morning, um, we teach fifth grade Sunday school together, and we realized that, like, you know, this is really an important matter that needs to be discussed. I think it's really awesome to go to pro-life marches and to participate in pro-life movements, but then, like, it also needs to be talked about and dialogued about and prayed about um, when we're not necessarily marching with thousands of fe- fellow- fellow pro lifers for sure what was what was really awesome about this year uh is pro life march compared to other years
1: um well, in comparison, I would have to say like of course the majority, but what was really remarkable was how um how President Trump really spoke out for the unborn
0: yeah, he was the very first president to ever participate in a pro- life movement. And I remember last year, he was one of the first people, uh, presidents, to ever speak about the sanctity of life. I remember when we went, and I remember Mike Pence ended up showing up, and then this year, uh, Donald Trump was actually there, and he gave a lovely, encouraging, just abounding with hope uh, speech that he gave, and unfortunately, I was talking to, like, our grandma, and she was saying that, like, on the news, um, he was starting his speech, and then they cut off and went to the impeachment, and... So all these people that were watching on TV didn't even get to see the speech because they don't want, I guess media doesn't really want to know, want other people to know that this kind of hopeful movement is actually going on, you think? Yeah.
1: I mean, I can't think of another explanation.
0: Yeah, so that was really awesome this year to have that presidential kind of uh, presence there that was... Gave a lot more merit to what we were doing and a lot more hope Definitely to had a lot to... more impact. Yeah, it did. And we... Um, what was I going to say? I forgot what I was going to say. I forgot
1: what I was going to say. Say something else. Say something else? Just say... Just um, think of something
0: else. Um, oh, we, we recorded the speech, so I'm going to put the link to that in the show notes. If you guys would like to listen to it, you may. It was really empowering. It was super awesome. And he said something, uh, I'm going to kind of paraphrase the line he said, but he said, uh, they're attacking me because I'm standing up for you because we're defending the ones that have no voice. And he said, he said uh, a line that was like, um, we will win because we know how to win. And he's like, you've been winning for a long time, whether or not you've realized it. And he
1: he talked about how we're, uh, you know, made in the image of God and, um, how life is wonderful.
0: Yeah, it literally sounded like a, a homily from, like, a Catholic priest, like, speaking on how awful abortion is. And
1: I mean, quoting from the Bible and everything yeah. is quite m- remarkable.
0: So, like, what do you think, like, growing up as an American citizen, like, what is your thoughts on, like, uh, allowing abortion? Like, what, what are your thoughts on that? Like, the fact that we even have abortion in this country at all?
1: Well, of course that it's wrong and such, but, um... It's really, just heartbreaking. To yeah. think about, it. like, like yeah, it's bad, but it's really just, it's really sad. Yeah, but, I, I mean, it's not. It it goes back all the way to you know when Christ was born, and you know like the killing of the innocents, and then um, all the way back to even Pharaoh, you know, throwing yeah. him in the Nile. So yeah, human
0: sacrifices. We've and always kind
1: of had this dark sin in the world.
0: Yeah, abortion's been a real thing. Yeah, I think that's another thing is a lot of people just want to kind of like look at abortion like, oh, it only started with Roe versus Wade. But the truth it was, is, it's been going on for so much longer. The march started in all, response to Roe versus Wade. All
1: Roe versus Wade was just America legalizing it. It was still happening, but it's just legal now. Essentially, yeah. Um,
0: and it was legalized with certain terms, and now those those terms and uh, regulations don't even apply anymore. It's just been so blown out of the water. Um, I think something for me was when I was there and I saw the vast amount of people that were there, and I understood why we were all there. It was just like, wow, like the fact that we even have to do this at all, like the fact that we even have to show up here at
1: all to say that this is wrong. It, it definitely reminded you that we're not alone. Yeah, it, it, thousands it, of people.
0: It definitely did, but also it was like, why why should we even have to show up on a Saturday to say it's wrong to kill children? Like, why Saturday. should we even have to do... Or sorry, on a Friday, to say that it's wrong to kill children?
1: Yeah, we you know, shouldn't have to. We
0: shouldn't even have to be saying it's wrong to kill children. We were talking to our Sunday school class this morning, and, you know, fifth grade, they're about 10, 9, 11, right in that age group, and whenever we told them about the process of abortion that and, like, that this is actually something that's going on, they were all disgusted and, like, horrified, and they were like, that's just awful, that's murder, and it's like, exactly. It's like, if they get this point, then, like, why don't the rest, why doesn't the rest of the world get it, you know? Yeah. Um, What's, like, a really hopeful aspect that you took away from this past pro-life march?
1: Trump is actually gonna, um, do something. I know it's not all up to him. Yeah. But, um,
0: I know whenever he finished his speech, everybody started chanting, uh, four more years. Yeah, for yeah, everyone was like, four more years. I mean,
1: yeah, that too. I I hope that he's, um, it really doesn't have to do with, uh, uh, pro-life or anything, but I I do hope he stays in office, yeah. um, four more years. I mean, you know, I'm not saying he's the best option out there, but he's, uh, Republican, he's pro-life, and, uh, I'll take it over Hillary.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we don't, we don't want to get into politics here, and, but the thing... Is that, like, he is pro-life, and so we appreciate that about him, and we are going to stand with him with that because, you know, we may we may be pro-life, and we may do things, and we may pray, and we may have pro-life movements and such, but when we, it comes to, like, we, things actually getting legalized, we need his assistance uh, in this okay. matter.
1: and, you know, Trump has a lot of issues and stuff, but, um... I mean, we all do, though. I mean, yeah, we're all imperfect. He just,
0: he just has a microscope on his but life. But
1: when, when it comes to doing his job, he's doing it right, so
0: when it comes to that specific element yeah I would have to agree um but I think I think the pro-life movement that is taking place I think something for me this year is just a realization of like why why do we even have to do this like why why do we even need to say that this is wrong like why is it that we can get this but other people don't and and there's always these protesters obviously are always going to be there and there's this big thing with abortion where everybody's like woman's rights, woman's rights uh, you're taking away a woman's right um if she has a child in her in her body, then she can decide because she has a right to her body. but the thing is we don't we care less you know about what she chooses to do with her body, essentially when it comes to abortion. we care about the baby that she's carrying because while she has a right to her body, um she also uh has the right to take care of herself and do what she needs to do but She doesn't have a right to that baby's body, you know?
1: Yeah, pro-life is pro-woman, so... Yeah, pro-life
0: is pro-woman. And regardless of how that baby came to be, um, if it was a chosen or, like, you know, endorsed act of conception, or if it was a forced act of conception, it doesn't matter because that baby is is a baby. Um, Mother Teresa said that um, the poorest country is the one that has to kill its own children, and...
1: Right
0: yeah yeah and that's what's that's what's been happening and it's a very it's a very sad topic, but the fact that this year now we have like I'm trying to think of the word I'm trying to find now that we have like a hierarchy, i guess you could say with President Trump not just saying this is wrong but also get being there and showing his support was super super hopeful and promising for the future, and um there was a lady. ...that was standing on the side of the road. Do you remember her, Charles? Mm-hmm.
1: What did, she, what did she say? She kept, uh... She, like, had her phone out. And she she kept talking about how, like, you know... ...the whole reason thousands of people are here is because we're, uh, Trump's puppets. Um, because... ...they're detracting from the pro-life... ...and more about the impeachment... ...when really had... ...nothing to do with Trump. Yeah, we're... to do with babies that they're killing.
0: Yeah, that was... ...that was another thing, is, like... ...all the protesters this year that were there... They were either there to protest the Catholic Church or to pro or to call us like Trump puppets like we're doing this for Trump. But the thing is like we're not doing this for Trump. We're doing this for the babies. But that was one thing that I noticed was like there was no like people there uh, being like anti pro life necessarily. They were more so attacking like the fact that we were, I guess, in union with what Trump was doing and also that we're Catholic. Yeah. And it's just kind of funny because like not everybody there that goes is but, Catholic uh, and. Fear.
1: Catholic you're pro life. So
0: you have to be pro life to be Catholic, yeah. It goes against
1: I mean you could say you're Catholic but
0: unless you're pro yeah, if, you I'm, get- if
1: I'm killing babies and I say I'm Catholic, I'm
0: Yeah, you're, you're not
1: I'm not really Catholic. So Yeah, it's, it's a large, Because large Catholicism isn't just about, you know, you're baptized in the church and everything and you're gone. You have to put- you have communion and everything, it's all about the faith Yeah. And the belief.
0: I had a girl ask me if abortion was a sin. She was a fifth grader in her class today. And I was like, What's the what's the fifth commandment? And she said, Thou shalt not kill and I said I said, um, what is abortion doing? And I she said, It's killing people. I said, Then abortion's a sin and it's going against the fifth commandment. Um and also with abortion, it's not just, um I I feel like it's not, not abortion's not just happening anymore, uh, because of an unfortunate situation or anything. People are just using abortion for convenient reasons, you know? Yep. And um we there's a lot of backstories. There's a lot of behind the scenes to the people that go through with an abortion and I mean, and I realize mean, that it's not what it, people make it out
1: to be. Some some people have serious issues, but most people it's more of a um, pride thing that they're either too shamed because they um, conceived a baby out of wedlock or they're uh, you know they don't want to spend their time on the baby or uh, you know they don't want to pay for yeah all the needs. It's uh, less about. Um, it's less about needs and more about wants. And, like, you look even
0: before abortion, people using contraceptives and and all of those, it's, like, that's, like, the pre-abortion as well. Like, that's also... That's abortion. That's also participating. You're
1: prohibiting God from fulfilling His will.
0: I just, I wish I knew where in history, like, we get off as humans thinking that, like, we have the right to take life, you know?
1: Cain and Abel. Yeah,
0: I just... Exactly, I just uh we have a priest uh, father carl who said at mass this morning that um abortion is the human sacrifice and it's true um people want to talk about women's rights or us being trump puppets or whatever but the bottom line is um babies are being killed Before for sin yeah babies are being killed and um i just encourage you that if you have any pro life movements around where you're where you are or if you um have any kind of chance to participate in pro-life at all um then you need to because if you're living then you are pro-life because you're for life right now because you're alive you're participating in life and we need to stand up for those that don't have a chance to even say i want to be pro-life i want to live you know
1: we as humans we have been blessed with with one main life sorry one main right and that is the right to life yeah and we need to defend it and stand up for it.
0: Yeah, and I think going to the National March for Life really um, uses the First Amendment to our advantage to practice freedom of religion and freedom of speech, you know. And it's it's a really powerful experience to be participating of a grander uh, picture and defend our siblings and brothers and sisters in Christ that are being killed, you know. Yeah. So if you had any words of encouragement to a pro-lifer that feels like they're not making a difference, what would you say?
1: Um, well, like every unborn baby, um, you know, like if that baby was born, one one person would change the world, um, which is true. One person can change the world. I think that's for the one pro lifer. One pro lifer changes everything, and it makes makes the um, the horizon look sunnier. Yeah,
0: I, there was another lady that was there, um, and she had a sign next to a lady that was saying that uh we shouldn't even reproduce at all. She was anti pro life. And it was just like do you hear yourself
1: right now? Have you thought of that plan? And
0: there's a lady next to me that said she's like, it's a good thing your mama was pro life. I mean, we we want there's the anti the anti pro lifers out there, they want to say like, um that we shouldn't have reproductive or we should have reproductive rights, which means to have the right to not reproduce at all. So that's not reproductive rights, that's um the right to not reproducing and that's not why we're here. We're here to multiply the earth. Regardless of how that baby is uh, conceived, that life still matters, you know. And we have to make the the choice to not only defend the lives that are not being born, but we also have to um, participate in our own lives as much as possible to show that we are pro-life for the unborn and for ourselves. Yeah, so... It was awesome having you on the podcast, Charles. Thank you. Uh, This isn't, like, an official, like, huge episode. I just wanted to kind of do a little, I guess, interview with Charles and just kind of we could share our thoughts on the past pro-life march because I wanted to document it and just kind of put it out there. Um, But, yeah, we have President Trump on our side for this one, and it was super awesome to hear the words of hope and encouragement that he offered us. So, yeah. Will you do another episode with me sometime, Charlie?
1: Yeah, yeah, sure, later. <laughs> I gotta go. Uh, but
0: just just remember that um, uh, every every individual, every person is wonderfully made. Every person is wonderfully made. Thank you for having me, Emily. Crafted and loved in the hands of God. It's been a pleasure having you, you, Charles. Mm, he's shaking my hand right now like an official businessman. Alright, guys. Bye. Thank you. God bless.